Matters from the Salvos. King size papa. He's my king size papa. He's a real super daddy and he knows just what to do. Kate Forsyth was a pharmacist and she discovered that she had a king size papa looking after her as he does all of us. Kate's story, she suffered illness that had affected her almost her entire life, including not being able to conceive naturally. Kate's book is titled A Picture of Health, and she joins us to tell us the amazing thing that happened. By the way, did you know there's another author, Kate Forsyth, who writes books about uh, witches and gremlins? I know, I know. <laughs> well, this is we're talking to the Kate who writes about uh, our creator and about the amazing healing that he does. Kate, thank you for joining us. That's my pleasure, Chris. Lovely to be here. Okay, let's go back. You have an amazing story before you were even a Christian, um, your illness that you had. Can you just talk about what you were experiencing? Yes, um, I became a Christian when I was 26, but prior to that, I had been sick nearly all my life um, through immune system deficiency. Um, I had asthma. I had allergies. I was always breaking out with unusual things that would necessitate me staying in hospital while they did investigations. Um, I had what's called herpes keratitis, which is like cold sores over the eyes that had nearly sent me blind in one eye and they would break out regularly. I always had colds, flus throughout the winter. I was just sick all the time. Um, I also had a severe back injury um, a few years prior. Becoming a Christian, I'd had a horse riding accident, um, basically rotated my whole hip, and then I had a car accident as well. Wow. I was in the back seat and the car hit the back and I actually had a lump coming right out of my back. I also read in your book how you said you couldn't turn your head from side to side or something. No, I had constant migraines. I couldn't move my neck, um, a little bit awkward driving, just always unwell. Wow. But the day that I met Jesus Christ, and I didn't know anything about healing, didn't know anything about Jesus, really, when I went to church. First of all, just tell us, what did you do? You made a decision. I'd been invited down to church for years, and I really wasn't into it, thought, no, not into this Christianity, I don't want to go. And just, I think, six months prior, and I just had this inner sense, you need to go to church, and I was fighting it, because some... I really didn't like religion. Yeah. Anyway, I eventually went, and it was amazing. Went to C3 Church, then known as Christian City Church, and the invitation came at the end of the service. Pastor always asked, you know, somebody hasn't made that commitment to God, whether they would like to come out the front and pray a prayer, which I did. To tell you the truth, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just knew that I needed this. Yeah, wow. Two weeks later, my husband made the same commitment. Um, our whole lives just totally turned around from that point on. Yeah, tell us what happened then. Well, we both experienced incredible healing. My husband had also had severe back injuries from the mining industry. He was unable to work back in mining. Um, because of that, he was healed instantly as well. We just found our relationships turned around. We got engaged three days later. Um, he wasn't my husband at that stage. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, finances started turning around. All these miracles started happening. Well, just go into detail what... In the book, it says that uh, all of those symptoms and all of those uh, uh, things just went away. Just disappeared. Completely gone. The back pain was gone. And over time, suddenly realizing, hey, I don't get sick anymore. I don't have allergies. I don't have asthma. I don't, you know, I'm not getting colds and flus and 
I don't have the weird bumps I used to have all over my body and my neck could move, no headache, wow. completely gone. Over what period of time did you uh, discover It was that? actually immediate, but I think it was like a couple of weeks to suddenly come to realise, hang on, that's all gone. And so it wasn't like something you went forward and asked for, it just happened? You didn't ask for it, no. That's no. amazing. Because I, I didn't know that God could heal. I didn't really know much at all at that point. <laughs> then tell us what happened uh, about nine months later. About nine months later, it was actually on our honeymoon. Um, started feeling really unwell. Me being the person I am, I don't run to the doctor in a hurry. I just kind of, having been sick all your life, you just get fed up with it. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, just forget about it. Um, probably by May the following year, 1990, I couldn't move. Basically, my whole system was shutting down. Um, I could only move around for a few minutes and then I'd have to rest for an hour. Went to the doctors. Basically, it had been triggered by a thyroid problem, but my whole body was shutting down. All the organs in the body were just slowing down, not functioning. Wow. Um, you'd be talking to me now and I would hear you with my ears, but my brain wouldn't even interpret it. Really? Somebody saying, hi, how are you? So somebody would say that and I'd go, I don't know what they're saying. And I also read in your book how um, you were, you might say, condemned to not being able to conceive naturally. That's correct. Yes, we found that out later. That same year that um, I had a severe case of polycystic ovaries. Um, basically, my hormones had been out of balance from prior anorexia, didn't have a normal female cycle and told, you know, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to have children naturally. We can you know, start thinking about IVF. But in that time, I'd had the privilege of being taught by a connect leader, or we call it small group leader, fellowship leader. Yeah. Now Pastor Ruth Brown, I've had some C3 church on the Central Coast, just amazing understanding of the Word of God and healing. And I just started to really understand that God can heal and He does the miraculous. So I'm taking hold of this opportunity to see what He's going to do. Wow. Just because I'm a scientist, I like to see things work. Yeah. I don't accept them just blindly. I go, no, this is an opportunity. I'm going to see the power of God move. So I'm not heading towards IVF. I'm going to believe God and start looking into the Word of God and expect a miracle, which, you know, praise God, three years later is exactly what we received. So tell us about that three years. Um, well, as I explained to you earlier, I just viewed like the thyroid thing was medically treated, so I'm not putting that forward as a, a miracle. Oh, well, it's a miracle that it was healed medically, you know what I mean? Because, well, um, I, I agree. I mean, thank God for the medical profession. Absolutely. So, But there are a lot of other miraculous healings. I think it was more that condition pushed me into studying the Word of God, and it took me time to figure it out. I don't know about you, but I didn't get faith straight away. Uh -huh. heard everybody teaching on it, and they go, well, you do this, you speak out the Word of God, and then this happens. You do this, you do that. And I was putting everyone's teaching into practice. You're talking about faith and healing? Yes, absolutely. And all the different teachings, I put everything into practice. Yeah. And I had, you know, preaching going day and night, building my faith. I was speaking it out. I was starting it, doing everything I know to do. And probably 18 months along, I just actually crying in my prayer time going, God, I have done everything. I know to do, and nothing's happened. And he said to me, as quick as anything, you still see yourself as a sick person. Wow. And it just led me on this next study, what does it actually mean to be in faith? And for myself, 
I found that despite all the study, I hadn't got it. I didn't understand it. And since teaching it, I've taught this now for 17 years, um, 15 in our C3 Bible College, finding that most Christians don't really understand what faith is, how they position it, very confused by all the teaching that's out there. Yeah. I felt like in that year ahead, the Lord just showed me what it meant to be in faith, how to position yourself, understanding that he's already done the healing, he's provided the miracle, he's true to his word, like his word cannot fail, but we just need to know how we position ourselves in that place of faith. And basically that's perceiving, starting to see what God's done starting to see things from his perspective. We have our earthly perspective, which is our facts that we're dealing with, and then the Word of God shows God's heavenly perspective, the truth that he operates in. So the facts were, I was sick and unable to have children. God's truth in his Word shows that Jesus has already provided healing for you, and it's not his will that any be barren or miscarry in his land. Yeah. So there's obviously a big gap between the truth and the facts. Faith starts to position yourself so you see what God's truth is and you focus on that. You don't just you know, blindly confess out scriptures, but you start to see, think, God, I'm choosing to position myself with you, see what you see, agree with how you see things, speak how you speak things, and basically choosing to walk with God in that way. And as you make that shift into a place of faith, you automatically start to receive the healing power of God. Right. You're moving to where He is, where the Holy Spirit operates. It's not a big works process where I have to make this faith, um, healing happen, I have to get myself into faith, I have to do this. not a driven thing. It's just getting to walk closely with God, walk closely with the Holy Spirit, looking into the Word. The Bible talks about meditating on the Word of God, but we often confuse that with Eastern meditation, you know, emptying your mind and humming. Biblical meditation is filling yourself with the Word of God. Tell us those steps again for positioning your faith. And if you look at Joshua 1.8, it gives you those steps. So it says you shall meditate in the Word of God day and night in order to have success. That word meditate means that you think about it, that you speak it out, and that you imagine it. So you take time, rather than just reading huge chunks of scripture, you take passages, in this context, healing, and you spend time to think about it. What's the Holy Spirit saying to me? How does this apply to my life? You speak it out. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. Romans ten seventeen. So you start speaking it out. The Bible says a lot about the power of your words and the power of speaking out God's word. So you're choosing to say, God, your perspective is right. I'm speaking out your perspective. And you imagine it. So you start seeing yourself as a well person. Not hyping up something that isn't there, but in line with the word of God. Holy Spirit, you know, show me how this applies to my life. Help me to see what you have for my life here. Yeah. It's not like a step-by-step process independent of the Lord. It's assuming that you're walking with the Lord, that you're in prayer and in the Word. Yeah. Developing that relationship with Him. And I would say, above all, 
seeking God for himself and not for what he can do for you. We're not seeking him just to get healed. Yeah, right. We seek him no matter what because he's God. But understanding that in that place that he loves us and he has healing for us and trusting him with that. So we meditate on the word of God. You find that as you start to see it and you start to align with God's perspective and you see what he sees over your world, it's like even unconsciously the Holy Spirit starts to move on your world and bring that truth into your circumstances that removes your ugly facts. Yeah. Our trust is in him. And I'm a pharmacist myself. Um, so, yeah, certainly not against medical intervention, but I also understand a lot of medical intervention is maintaining people and controlling symptoms. Some of it heal, like antibiotics, but a lot of it is maintaining. And, yeah, thank God for that because they maintain people so that they can have yeah, a full life. Yeah. But God's into not just maintaining, but actually removing the sickness. Yes. So that you don't have to have that. Isn't it interesting how he chooses to work? So before you became a Christian, he healed you supernaturally without you even knowing. Yes. And now the book, A Picture of Health, with uh, your daughter uh, at the age of three on the front cover. And you have two. I have two. So my daughter is 19 um, in two days' time. And my son is 17. With the, my son, when I was pregnant with him, I went along to have the usual ultrasound. They said, oh, no, it's impossible that you could have had this condition. It's impossible that you could have had polycystic ovaries. There's absolutely no evidence of it whatsoever. Wow. So I have, like, the before and after ultrasounds, the before and after reports, one saying it's impossible to conceive, one saying it's impossible she had this condition. King-size papa. He's my king-size papa. He's a real super daddy and he knows just what to do. Pharmacist, pastor and author Kate Forsyth, who discovered that she had a king-sized papa in heaven looking over her, as he does all of us. Kate's book is titled A Picture of Health and you can contact her through C3 Church, Oxford Falls. Light and Life, the Salvos Weekly Radio Show.